Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like yeah. I've watched so many people die after Rogan goes on stage or after Mencia or back in the nineties. Yeah. And yeah Rogan yeah. was a powerhouse back then. He was one of my favorite comics back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For you sure. Know, you know, it's just when he had fear factor, he just gotten fear factor. So yeah. that was like the big thing, but no one knew him as a comic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just knew him as a TV host. Yep. And, oh, that was yep. that guy from news radio, but he was a monster performer. Okay. I mean, it's just a powerhouse. And I'm like, I want that power. When I started out, I'm like, and, you know, I have a big personality anyway, and I'm loud and I'm very, you know, I'm very intimidating. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking use this to my advantage. And I'm like, yeah, I want to follow Rogan. I've watched comics die like right. horrible deaths up there and sit there and go, oh, so what am I going to do after that? I mean, Joe right. Rogan and, and they don't know what to do. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're, it's horrifying. Yeah. And so I would follow him and I would just jump on that wave and just sail it in. So like the second half of the night would just coast in. And it was like the best learning experience when I was a young comic was following people that were like that amazing. Welcome fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Oh, you know, oh, everything is like falling apart on me today. Oh, shit. That's like personally or around you? <laughs> everything. <and> like... <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, what let's I do? do this podcast thing then. <laughs> right on schedule. What is happening? Okay. Hi. Right. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Better now. Yes. Now I'm connected. Can you uh, hear me good? Yeah, we got you. We're good. We're good. Fuck yeah. All right, so we are joined tonight by Christy Miller, comedian, and uh, we. I want to explain the drink before we get going because we we know you're not a drinker. Yes, so, I'm excited. So <laughs> we're you know I said I'll tailor something to you, and uh, we do love our white Russians. So I found a drink that's called the Burly Russian, which is made with muscle milk instead of cream. <laughs> fuck yeah so that's what we're having so cheers cheers to you. You. cheers thank you for joining thank, thank you, so you for much. having me so instead of do you even lift bro so it's like do you even drink bro <laughs> yeah kind of that's that's more <laughs> where yeah we would come from <laughs> <sighs> all right so, so you don't you don't drink alcohol at all no i don't like it okay oh. that's like a, like when i was in my 20s i'm 52 now 
back in my 20s, back in my day when I was, you know, before even like electricity was born, you know, I would drink when, you know, at the comedy clubs, but like two drinks, I was done. Sure. And if I couldn't, and then I couldn't finish them half the time because I'd be, you know, buzzing pretty hard. I'm like, oh, I can't drink this anymore. Like I'm full. Yeah. I don't know how people drink like nonstop and pound them. I just don't understand it. Were you as into physical fitness as you are now back then? Okay. So you, you were already living that. So yeah. So good. I mean, I good that you don't like drinking then because obviously that's a big detriment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people my drug of choice is the iron. That's perfect. I wish it was mine. I wish it was mine. (laughs) We unfortunately don't have the same lifestyle. (laughs) No. I mean, if, if we can, okay, I'll just hide that. I'll hide that. I'll hide that. <laughs> That's that what is, man, no man wants to take their shirt off and have a girl go, oh, that is not pity. That's shame. That's shame right there. <laughs> just, I'll just go here. It's the wimp of shame. No, <laughs> you know what you should do? You should drink some so, of your, drink some of your muscle milk. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> what do you like to recover with? Uh, 12 ounce curls bro. Yeah, we, we wanted to get a muscle milk promo in there just in case they see this <laughs> and feel sorry for you uh, right, right. for kidding. him they look so, yes like, clearly they don't drink it so <laughs> we're not gonna sponsor him we we just we just had a personal trainer on and i hired him so i'm on the early stages of my journey to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. That's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. <laughs> Let's have a flex off. Yeah. Do you really want to? No, All right, you go with that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Okay, let's let's right, do it. Let's this. let's shame us. Shame we, us. We go lose. Ahead. We lose. <laughs> oh God. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. We yeah. lose. We lose. Well, not that defined i just lift heavy i don't care how i look i'm too old for that shit <laughs> i really am i'm like listen i'm lucky i made it alive today you're just at 52 you're just like you know what if i can squat you know <laughs> a couple wheels for some reps i'm happy i'm not it's uh, that's it you know so. quick get quick giving the old one excuses he's he makes you look young so you're good yes yes, yes. <laughs> any way to make people feel bad about themselves i'm all for it <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that's why we love you. We've been watching your stuff and we want to make sure we start this by saying, please do not put any filter on yourself. Yes. Because we love everything that comes out Aww. of your mouth. Yay. <laughs> and I like everything that goes in too, sweetie. <laughs> so, so yeah, we start there. Have you caught any young dick yet? Because I know you, we saw his little clip on <laughs> you talking about young dick. Why well, well, wait. Up? Well, Once wait till the album comes out. So, all right, all <laughs> right, be a so, lot of that. Cool. Yeah. So, let's start with that. You just recorded uh, your your comedy album. I just recorded a comedy album uh, about three weeks ago, and it's editing now. Um, it's uh, called Christianity. Okay. And because comedy's my religion, yeah. and the comedy club is my church. Okay. Awesome. So awesome. Cool. I Where... say what the fuck I want when I want because <laughs> it's funny. Fuck you, it's funny is my motto. Laugh at yourself and other people. Right. And don't be afraid. And just life is so hard as it is. Yes. And the stress and everything we've been through these last few years, it's just like, can we just roast each other? 
and laugh. <laughs> yes. At, I want to laugh at everybody else's expense. Thank you. Because, yes. You know what I mean? Like, listen, the, to me, it, like the reason why roast battles and roasting is so popular and people are so good at it, it's because there's this trust thing. When you trust and love somebody, yeah. you can say anything to them and it's funny and there's no, there's none of this going on. None of this. Ah, right. Shit. Yep. So that's why roasts and, and deuses are just so huge and they never go out of style. And yeah. with my standup, I roast pop culture. I don't give a fuck who you are, especially when I love you. Oh, I go in. <laughs> If I love you, it's on. Yeah. So it by the end on. of this, by the end of this, if she's really bashing us, then we'll know. Yay, yeah. we did. We're if in. I if I don't like you, I ignore you. <laughs> so, well, I you pull know, the Mariah Carey. I don't know her. Yeah, we, we've we've had that happen <laughs> once where somebody went five minutes and went, no, like, I don't want to. <laughs> so we'll know name, if it happens. Name names, name names. Well, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's technically not really, I don't want to blame her because she's, it's been explained she's to coming me. back up. The situation she was in was bad. Bring me on when she's here and, and I'll she's... roast stuff in the background. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> do you, do we even mention that she was a dominatrix? She's a, do, yeah, she's a dominatrix. So, oh, yeah. So <laughs> maybe a little fun with that. I don't know. Oh, someone has some daddy issues. <laughs> me uh, <laughs> damn it slavery <laughs> sorry too um, soon <laughs> no no you guys are in the south it's still current so what the fuck am i talking about <laughs> <laughs> nope no we're up north we're in wisconsin oh you are yeah yeah oh, okay so, my mom yeah. was born in wisconsin almost born in oh, wisconsin okay. she was you know she was oh your mom was okay not me fuck that <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't Where blame in you. Wisconsin are you guys at? Uh, the Fox Valley. Do you have you ever played Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton? No, but I've been to Appleton. I played a gay club there. Oh, okay. Years and years and years ago. Uh, cute town. Rascals. Rascals. The rain. There's a, isn't there a rainbow. Tell you. Remember, yeah. this is like at least twenty. Oh, that's oh, the man. one. Probably, probably, probably the pivot then. Probably. I yeah. don't know. I just showed up. There was fags, and it was me. <laughs> It yeah. was great, and I was happy. <laughs> well, there goes that question: Can you say the word "fag" anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you can, because you know why? It's just a fucking word. <laughs> it's just, a stupid word, and right? it does, like words don't mean what they used to mean anymore. I mean, the only word I won't use is the N word. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I won't. Sure. I call my friends that that R. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I use a hard R with them. Oh. Other than that, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, you got some privilege there. That's a good one. Oh, honey. Listen, I use my white privilege wherever I can. <laughs> I milk this white privilege. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm white. I have rights. Right? 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 Horrible. No, it's so horrible. <laughs> it's so horrible. But that's why I say crazy shit, because it's so horrible. Like, who would talk like this? Yeah, exactly. And people are like, oh, my God, she thought it. I thought it. She said it. It's a small, crazy world that we yeah. live in. Well, that's I think that's the thing right there. Everybody's thinking it. Yeah. Except people the, aren't saying it. Yeah, except for the people that don't get the joke and fuck them. I mean, you know why they don't? Because they don't know who they are. 
They have no idea who they are or what their role is in this world, and they're not comfortable in their own skin. There's yeah, there's that's true. I learned that uh, AB in a stand-up comic crawly for this December's twenty-seven years. (laughs) Oh my god! Congrats to you. That's awesome. No, I'm a failure. That's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait! You've made it to cocktails with dimples in the beard. Not well. How much bigger can you get? It's like Love Actually, Wisconsin <laughs> names. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's just you know, I you know, opening for Paul Mooney for many years, watching white people watch him, it was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. Watching their reaction, okay, yeah, like yeah. Oh, this is terrible. So, <laughs> oh, this is racist. That's not. Oh my God. And I'm dying, <laughs> crying in the corner. And one night at Caroline's on Broadway, someone, a white, I was sitting on the side screaming, laughing because, and this was a white couple and they were just like looking at me. And I said, he ain't talking about me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm not that person he's talking about. So I don't give a shit. So you must be, that's why you're uptight because it's telling on you. When people yep. get uptight in a comedy club, it tells all their business right there. It's like, you don't know who the fuck you are. You actually do feel that way and don't want people to know it and judge you for it and make you call you an asshole and a racist and a prick. And now you got to live with yourself. So instead, you're going to gaslight and make it the comics. Right, right. I got two of these for you, a whole nice. set. We'll, we'll get we'll get four nice. more. Cause nice. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I do love a, a comedy club and I love a comedy club. I love yes. the jokes that are just. That make people go, yeah, the ones that make you cringe and yeah, you know. How I got my record deal was uh, my buddy submitted it because he worked with them because they wanted to branch into comedy, his record company, and gave him a tape of mine. It was all about my my obsession with Andrew Cuomo, our our beloved governor, our fallen (laughs) governor, our sex offending governor, (laughs) our ass grabbing, handsy, handsy, Andrew Cuomo. Oh, love him. <laughs> oh, what a field day did you have on that? Oh, oh my god. I unleashed, but it was all about sexual harassment and like the the levels of it and how I want to bang him and how can I get this job and you know, all <laughs> it's the whole thing. You'll hear it on the album. It's on the album, people. And there's also a clip of it, a beginning stages of it when we first opened on YouTube on my channel. There's all right, the be- perfect. The beginning stage. It's it's evolved now because now we have Catherine Hochul. We finally got a female governor because we had to have our other governor go down for sexual assault <laughs> to actually get a woman in office in liberal New York. Okay. Well, that's, that's cleared up, you know? <laughs> so we love you in, uh, uh, you know, we love you in our neighborhood. But we just don't want you running our politics. You fucking bleeding whore. <laughs> so that's basically you ovulating cunts. That's what they're telling me. So, you know, so I oh. have this, so he gives of this clip and, Michelle and her husband are like, her husband's like, fuck the other projects. I want to hear what the hell she's going to say next. We got to do her album. And that's the whole thing. Like, what is she going to say next? Because I don't care. Because if you can't laugh at yourself, then you should just go crawl under a rock and die. Right. I throw myself under the bus any chance I can. You know why? Because it's funny. Right. Yeah. It's so much fun to be made fun of. It's so much fun to laugh at yourself. And, and, and I agree. I I've always thought that it's fun to laugh at yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love to hear that other people like that. Um oh yeah. And it's it's you know, and I get at everybody. And the but, nice thing about my album, I was telling uh my friend of mine that I was like, you know what the cool thing was? 
is that I had people from all walks of life in the audience, you know, from trans, gay, black, MAGA, crazy, psycho, racist, <laughs> liberal, Connecticut, waspy, and then comics. <laughs> you know, I had all of us were in this room together as a group laughing at the same shit at the same beat and it was amazing and it was yeah. just i go this is why we need comedy now yes. more than ever it's the one i told uh my best friend gina she's the, one of the managers at the comedy cellar okay here in new york city and i said comedy is the new prohibition remember this is the roaring 20s we went yeah. through this 100 years ago with the spanish flu and that pandemic true, the true. same we're repeating history so now it's our roaring 2020s. Back then it was alcohol and speakeasies. Now the new speakeasy is comedy clubs. Yeah, yeah. And we're being attacked and, and, and canceled and, and, and punished for all everybody's hangups. Yeah. Do you feel it's getting better though? I mean, I think, it, I think comedians are, are fighting back now. Oh, we're fighting back and we have been. And the beauty is, is that we don't back down because we're not... We're not politicians. No. Right, right. You know, you, we you take my mind off of politicians. Exactly. Yeah. I don't right. do anything political in my act because I can't. I'm tired. I'm Ex really tired of Except it. Except for wanting to have sex with Andrew Cuomo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's not political. That's just <laughs> that's sexual. Honey. You're right, right. That's that that's not political, it's pathetical. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> but it's it's just, I just need a break from it. So I always tell people my act is so ridiculous and so stupid. And so like, what the fuck? It's just a spa day for your brain. Cause we need it. We do. I stay, I, I stay involved politically in my community in New York city. Yeah. I stay involved locally. I stay involved. I stay on top of shit, but that's, you know, I handle my business where it's supposed to be handled yeah. in the voting booth with my voice in the voting booths at the, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not yeah. on Twitter because I have a triggered feeling because somebody didn't hug me when I was seven. <laughs> now I'm going to go on Twitter and cancel every comedian with the letter a in their name. You know right. what I mean? Like it just doesn't, I can't, it's like, we're not politicians. We're not, we're just here to make fun of and take and be able to process tragedy through laughter is yeah. so healing and it's easier to process it when you're laughing than it is when you're upset or crying oh yeah for sure so for if sure. we could break it down and make fun of it then it's like oh okay i laugh now i can actually talk about it like a human being and civil yeah. as yeah. and uh but right now i think i think politics is too divided mm -hmm. and people are too emotionally involved politically where they don't need to be They've injected yeah. their ego into everything political. And it's like, what are you doing? That's not what this is about. Yeah, it, it shouldn't define you as a person. No, no. Instead of going, oh, that black guy over there. They're like, oh, that Republican. Yeah. Oh, that Democrat, that libtard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Whoever, whoever came up with one. the term libtard needs to die. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. I <laughs> think. <laughs> Perfect. I would agree with that. I would it's agree so with that. It's so stupid. It's just like blue toward. Oh, I see. You barely passed the third grade without <laughs> sleeping with your teacher for an A. You fucking asshole. <laughs> wow. And I'm. I think it's kind of funny, but okay. I guess I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So that do that whole cancel culture thing. You never felt. You never no. held back. 
no. and say I better. It made, made me fight harder. Good. Okay. It made me go. I when when an audience or somebody that I, when I was in Nashville a few months ago. Yeah. We do what we did. Wind down Nashville. Yeah. Me and Mark Ricadonna, and okay. that's how I met Ray Lynn. And her and I are now like this. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, she's we're she's wonderful forever. I love her so much, and, and then I just went back for a private event for her. Yeah, it's so much fun. So um, there was one lady in the audience who was just not having it, <laughs> clutching her bag, mad. And I did everything in my power to make her smile and like just invoke fun and throw myself under the bus. And she was not budging. I was singing to her. I was dancing. <laughs> it was hysterical. I didn't care. Then I was like, all right, I'm done with you. And I just went back to this because I didn't want to disrupt. It's not her fault yeah. that she's, you know what? She went out with an, with an attitude that she was not going to laugh and have a good time. Yeah. So, so that is kind of her fault, isn't it? it? Yeah. But it's, it's, I know it's her pain and her bullshit. But it's not, I'm not responsible for her shit. Right, right. So I'm not going to take ownership of it. And I'm not going to attack her for doing that because A, you're not going to ruin the show. Everybody else is having a great time except for her. So why should she be the asshole that ruins it for everybody else? And she's ruining my good time. So I'm not going to let her mess with my good time. So I just kind of quietly patted, you know, patted her nice, <laughs> the kitty, good girl, and, and just and then just ignored her the rest of the night. Yeah, and cater to the would, people that are I having play, fun, not the one person that. Bingo! I always tell people play to the chairs that are filled, not the empty ones. Absolutely. Play to the people Perfect. that like you, not and ignore the ones that don't. Because why? Who cares if they don't like you? There's yeah. people here that are into it. Give them a show. Absolutely. So don't, they're not worth those shit on your shoe to like try to win them back. Fuck right. That. Right. I, I'm, I'm assuming with your, with your style of comedy, you've probably had some people get up and leave on you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We, were, we, we were at a show here in Appleton, Sean Patton, if you know Sean Patton, but he was playing the club here. And uh-huh. I remember somebody getting up and leaving on him. And I was like, wow. Like, but he embraced it and he said something. He did, yeah, yeah. 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 It was great, but I'm just like, you have you... to have fun with that shit. You have to, because yeah. what there's nothing else to do. Like in the old days, people would get mad and yell at him and, you know, and, and cuss him out. And why? So now you're upset. Now the crowd feels uneasy. Right. And the crowd's already uneasy with someone acting crazy. So <laughs> fuck that person. I'm not giving them any energy. Let them leave. I'll yeah. hold. The, I'll walk to the door and hold it open for him. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right, as I'm telling jokes, I, I'll hold this. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'll tell jokes in the door. Get out. <laughs> do you have Do you have any uh, bad heckler stories? Anybody that you know got really up in on you because of something you said? Or I had a bad heckler story, but it started before the show even started. Oh shit! <laughs> and these these kids were just drunk. They were from Oregon. They were drunk and they wanted to be in the show. And they thought they were funny because, you know, these teenage, you know, these like 20 something kids, like 21, barely, you know, you know, placenta on their face. (laughs) Oh, I get to buy an alcohol by myself without telling the the homeless guy in front of the liquor store to go in and buy it for us, you know, and they're out and they think, oh, we're in New York City. We're going to own it because we are. We have a TikTok account. We're cool. Shut the fuck up. So they already started before the show as they're seating in the room. They're getting up on the stage, grabbing the mic. And oh, like, shit. People are like, get off the stage. And I'm like, throw them out. 
Yeah. Throw them out. And it wasn't my show. It was just a club with booked comics. You know, it's just a regular, a comic every 15 minutes kind of sure. show. And the MC goes up. She tries to calm them down. And I'm like, Janice, just throw them out. And it comes a point. Yeah, she's kissing their ass. And I'm like, stop. This is coddling bad behavior. This right. is why they act like this, because they can get away with it, because everybody caters to the bad behavior. And then the people that are nice and having fun are coming out to have a good time. They're being punished. Yep. Yeah. So as she goes up, they're acting up. And then she brings up the first. I was on second on the lineup. And the guy that went on first. And she brings him up. The kids jump up on stage and she goes, get off the fucking stage for this last time. And then uh, my buddy Eric goes up and they were just disrupting him and talking shit. And Eric unleashes on him. He's like, I have a Peabody Award. I write for Saturday Night Live. I've been nominated for for Emmys. Who the fuck are you to talk to me? Yeah. And they were going back and forth. And he goes, you think you're funny? Bring him on stage. So the kid stands up there and he's in the mic. Isn't he? You know, he's doing this shit that makes his friends laugh. That's like inside jokes that you do with your friends. And yep. the audience is like the room is completely uncomfortable at this moment. You, It's like, oh, and then makes them sit down. And then it's a really weird vibe. I'm like, oh, good. I get to go <laughs> next. This is great. Our next oh, comedian. God. I'm like, God, I sucked all the wrong dick in my career to have this spot. <laughs> fuck out of here so they bring me up so i was on a mission i was already pissed off because then the, the mc was trying to calm him down so now i'm like seeing red i'm angry so i'm like my mission i didn't give a fuck if anybody laughed if i did one joke my mission was to get these kids thrown the fuck out of the club it's so, all like if they if the security wasn't gonna do it i was gonna do it and i think you could Either way, oh yeah and so i go up there and as soon as i walk up on stage boo I go, who the fuck are you? But we start fighting. I start jabbing at him, right? And I'm digging and digging, and they're fucking throwing shit. I go, oh, you think you're a man? And he's like, he goes, something like, I go, you think you're such a badass man? I go, come up here if you think you're so badass. You know, it, it got crazy. And I was like, dude, I could out bench press your dad. What are you going to do to me? You fucking piece of shit. And he goes, I go, oh, you think you're a piece of whole foot? And he's like, like he's going to fight. I go, oh, you big man. Come up on stage and hit me. Come on. Let's see. Let's do this. And the whole room is just like this. And he goes, I don't hit girls. I said, well, neither do I, but I'm willing to take a chance, you <laughs> fucking bitch. And the, and the crowd, then finally the security guard comes in because there's two different rooms in the, in the club. One's downstairs and one's upstairs. And the security guard comes flying in the showroom and grabs all four kids and says, you got to go. And they're throwing him out. And the crowd was like, oh, thank God. And I'm all, all right, bye, guys. See you at home. And the <laughs> crowd falls out laughing, you know, just because I didn't know what else. Because it was so, the tension was so hard in there. You, it, like, you needed a chainsaw to cut it. Yeah. So I'm all, see you guys at home. It's perfect. <laughs> That's actually and, perfect. Yeah. And everybody fell out laughing. And I said, all right. I go, I'm sorry, guys. You ready to start this show? And I only had like six minutes left of my set because that's how long it took to get the security in there to, to get everybody out. It was just a nightmare. So huh. I did six minutes and I just gave them a fucking show. And then audience members came up to me after. They're like, thank God. They're like, we've been here before. And he's like, i never seen anything like that. And you saved the show. I said, yeah, I yeah. had to get them out because it's not, it's just, it's bullshit. Nobody, nobody was going to stand up to them. Yeah, and it was only going to get worse. I mean, as oh, they drink yeah. more and more, it's oh, only going to get worse. Only going to get worse. Yeah. 
yeah comedy clubs it's i mean it's it's interesting yeah the people I, that's that's always my biggest when i'm at a club the biggest gripe i ever have is the person who thinks he's involved in the show like i don't mind if you jab at the comedian once like a little bit but the people that want to interject and, and talk to you like you're they're part of the show and it's like and you know what honestly i don't mind when people interject yeah because sure. i have a type of act where people want to get involved okay the energy's popping and people want to say stuff, but it's never used nine times out of 10. It's never anything bad or mean. Sure. It's just that they want, they get into it. They're like, yeah. And then they want to add like, because it's just, they're so into it. So I'm, if I don't hear them, I'm like, no, you got to say it again. If you want to be part, I want to hear, don't leave me out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love the interaction. All right. Okay. So then they'll tell me and then I'll make fun of them because it sucked. It wasn't funny. <laughs> And I go, this, this is why you should be quiet. This is why somebody, you know, this like this is why God invented sitting on men's faces because <laughs> the peace and quiet, it's hard to talk, but the, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, uh. you know, it's just, it, but I have fun with them. And then, and usually when you do, it calms them down. Right. Yeah. And, well, and yeah, they're suffocating. They, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. You ever had a 52 year old sit on your face? <laughs> 49 unfortunately and, yes yes and meat flaps <laughs> <laughs> looks like a sick it looks like a semi truck mud flaps that keep on trucking <sighs> mine has yosemite sam on them nothing <laughs> <laughs> see that's an old school trucker reference that only white trash would know that was born before 81 <laughs> I, I do know that my dad yeah. was a truck driver for like 35 yeah. years so. there you go <laughs> i've seen him i've seen him do you... <laughs> i'll be here all week ladies yes. and gentlemen good good, good. <laughs> you did throw you off do you do you expect to have a portion of your show interacting with the crowd like you're there for 15 minutes but I know three of it's going to be taken up by the crowd. Yes, only because I use the crowd to segue into bits yeah. to make them part of the show, to personalize it for the audience. Yeah. Like um, last year around this time, you know, um, like Andrew Dice Clay got Bell's palsy last year. Yeah. So he was. <laughs> <laughs> You can do so that. Like, we know your we know your buddies uh, with him. You can do uh, that. <laughs> so you know, I called him Palsy Shore, and he died. <laughs> he died. He died. I'm not an animal. All right. So you know, and he's healed now. He's fine. But you know, it was crazy to see. You know, so. He filmed a documentary that's coming out soon called okay. Behind Andrew Dice Clay Behind the Leather. So we did Soul Joel's in Pennsylvania and Levity Live in West Nyack up in like Westchester County in New York. Okay. And we did the palsy shows. So the documentarians. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> that's what they called them when they were the palsy shows. Uh, you're making so, a documentary uh. yeah and so he's documented all of this you know he's not so they he doesn't care like right. he doesn't he wants people to see this because the, when he got diagnosed I, th uh, I think he was in like texas or something him and eleanor and he went on stage the next night and did 19 shows after it happened that's awesome because he slept on his hand 
like this because a pillow sucked in the hotel and he forgot to bring his and he slept on that nerve right there that connects to the ear and oh deadened the nerve so it drooped shit that's how that happens yeah well that's one of the ways it okay yeah, yeah but that's how the doctor said because he woke up he couldn't feel his face Wow. And he was laying on his hand. He's, he's got big fucking hands. He's a strong dude. <laughs> yeah, right? Sure, right? sure. And I'm like, you'd make a bad drag queen with them big ass hands. But... <laughs> oh, he would. You, oh, he would. You, would. you would need to hold a toilet bowl to make those things look petite. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, uh. so we do- so the they did the palsy shows, and it was just um, what did we were talking about this for? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> We're so old. This is terrible. Uh, after palsy, I got nothing. <laughs> That's just perfect. Yeah. Wow. But uh, but yeah, we filmed the the documentary. Uh, okay. There was something about that that had. But it was something to do that we were talking about before. See, we're old, and this happens. It so happens, old. yeah. It was about the, it, the crowd and bringing them into it. But oh um... yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. See, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so we were... his arms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm gonna cry. Okay. <laughs> I'll cry. It's all right. Keep drinking. That's why I drink. Please drink, make drink muscle milk because when you grow up, you're going to be big and strong. <laughs> Please make him cry. <laughs> okay. Well, for you, then I will. Nothing would this. make me happier. Well, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at Soul Joel's for two nights, and Joel's girlfriend sat in the front row both nights. And afterwards, she said, I watched you two nights in a row, and you did two different shows. And I said, well, the material was generally the same. Maybe a couple bits were changed because of what was going on. Yeah. I said, but I personalize it to whatever's happening in the room. And Dice has a rowdy crowd. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I can yeah. They are insane. And they're, but in a good way. Yeah. Like, I love trash. I love just <laughs> people. You know, I like them <laughs> fucked up crazy i love it like these are my people yeah and <sighs> so the the first night was really rowdy and the second night was you know more refined like people actually went home and slept and weren't drunk coming into the show <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like dressed up and stuff but it was so funny she goes it was two different shows i said but there's two different crowds i go the yeah. material is generally the same depending give or take a couple of bits sure. i go but whatever's happening i weave them in and out of bits Sure. To make yeah. it personal for what, and plus, I always like to join the audience where they are, wherever they are as a collective. I'm gonna meet them there and do my show for them. So it's almost like a personalized. It's just I just read the energy of the room. I don't force them to come with me, which I do. I guide them, but I go. I meet them halfway, where some comments gotcha. go up, and they're like memorized, and they just go up and just read their jokes off of the the notes in their brains, and then they go home. They don't differentiate from nothing. Yeah, they don't, you know. And that's their and God bless them. If you yeah. can do that, if you could write shit out word for word, God bless you. I can't. I don't have that capability. Sure, but those those are the ones that from crowd to crowd. There's going to be nights where like, well, that night sucked because that crowd wasn't into their note. Yeah, note taking jokes. Yeah, they didn't connect in the sense yeah. of like personalize it, like break yeah. that fourth wall and address the fact that there's people sitting there. So yeah, when you go sure. out on stage, do you like scan the crowd to be like, 
look for people. Those are the ones I'm going to make fun of, or those are the ones I'm going to try and get involved because of the way they look. <laughs> um, or the sometimes way it's pretty dark in there. I just I I well, uh, I sit in the back of the room for a few comics because I just like to gauge the energy of the room. What are they reacting to? Like, what jokes are they reacting? Which comics are they reacting to? in a positive or a negative way. Like how is the vibe in the room is that's, I like to get there and feel the vibe so I can see where, how I have to handle them, but I never point out anybody. Cause usually it's, they're usually dark rooms anyway. So okay. you really yeah. can't see until you, and then the, the stage lights in your eyes, it's like a semi truck coming at you <laughs> off the I-80. Like yeah. speed, you're like a deer. Sure. And, and I would pray to get hit. <laughs> but <laughs> But it's, and then once you get up there, then I can see the front row. And if I lean, you know, if you lean in a little bit, you can break that light barrier and yeah. see more of the crowd. But I just let it take me wherever. I just, I ha I, I'm like, oh, I want to do this bit tonight. I'm going to do this bit tonight. Or I want to work on this bit. This is a new one. And then sometimes I don't do anything on the set list that I plan. <laughs> okay. Because the crowd was just, and in in I had to meet them. I had to, okay, that's what's happening. Okay, I'm playing. Sure, I'll try it. Let's do it. Let's fucking rock, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, I didn't do anything that I planned on doing. And so, a lot of times, too, like in New York, you know, they put a lot of new jacks in with the old school. So sometimes, you know, crowds don't, they don't do well because of the inexperience. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you got to go up and shovel the shit off the stage and get the room back. And sometimes you spend half your set getting the room back into a, a show. Where, yeah, where they want to laugh. Yeah. Yeah, where you want, you got to win the crowd back and win them over and let them know, hey, it's, we're not, we don't all suck. <laughs> you know? And and then once I get them back, they're like, oh, it's time to go. You know? And then it's like, oh, I didn't get to work on anything. Or if you have someone that kills, which I love, if you have a great host or like a great MC or you have someone that kills right in front of you, your work is done. Yeah. You just jump on your surfboard and just cruise in. Oh, okay. You know, because you don't have to win them over. They're, they're ready. Like yeah. They're, they're already they're, in they're, a fevered. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like at the old days at the comedy store, you know, before everybody was, you know, big, like uh, I would ask Mitzi Shore, I want to follow Joe Rogan. I want to follow Carlos Mencia. I want to follow Dice. I want to follow all the, because the shows at the comedy store then went from eight to two. Yep. So a comic every 15 minutes and it was tag team and a piano player played people on and off in time. The show timed our sets and lit us, right? So <clears throat> the headliner would go on at 10. Whoever was on the marquee would go on at 10. And they yeah. were supposed to go from 10 to 1030 at the latest. Well, they'd always blow it and do an hour, hour and 20, <laughs> you know, and you yeah. got an hour, an hour and 20 of Joe Rogan humping a stool like a lion, you know, and you let, next, him, you let him go. Yeah. Up next, Christy Miller. I'm like, oh, I got to smell the sex on the stool. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's like pretty much after the stool was raped and, and, and beaten down. Like Jodie Foster and the accused, I get to go to go, yep, for another round, honey. You know, uh, one, <laughs> two, you know, three, Joe four. Rogan, Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan would just annihilate. Carlos Mencia would annihilate. So I'm like, all right, I got to match that energy. Yeah, sure. And I would I, jump and on I would that the other way that a lot of people want to want uh, not. They don't want to go behind the biggest act. No, but it seems like you embrace it. That's cool. Ah, uh, are you kidding? Because it makes you stronger. 
Like yeah. I've watched so many people die after Rogan goes on stage or after Mencia or uh, back in the nineties. Yeah. And yeah. Rogan was a powerhouse back then. He was one of my favorite comics back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. So, you know, it's just what he had fear factor. He'd just gotten fear factor. So yeah. that was like the big thing, but no one knew him as a comic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just knew him as a TV host. Yep. Oh, that was yep. that guy from news radio, but he was a monster performer. Okay. I mean, it's just a powerhouse. And I'm like, I want that power. When I started out, I'm like, and you know, I have a big personality anyway, and I'm loud and I'm very, you know, I'm very intimidating. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking use this to my advantage. And I'm like, yeah, I want to follow Rogan. I've watched comics die like right. horrible deaths up there and sit there and go, oh, so what am I going to do after that? I mean, right. Joe Rogan and, and they don't know what to do. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're, it's horrifying. Yeah. And so I would follow him and I would just jump on that wave and just sail it in. So like the second half of the night would just coast in. And it was like the best learning experience when I was a young comic was following people that were like that amazing. Yeah, for and sure. It taught me how to be strong. And it's like, it's just, I'm so grateful for mm. the, how much I got to go behind Rogan and Mencia and Dice and Dom Irera and anybody else that would murder at 10 o'clock, you yeah. know? Eddie Griffin, you know, he never got off stage. What am I talking about? He's still on there. Yeah. <laughs> From 1995, he's still up? He's still yeah, he's still up. <laughs> With a Chardonnay and a cigarette. <laughs> oh. But, uh, so but you... it was just, it, it was just, it was such a great way to come up. And I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. Seems like, a, yeah, that was a magical time in comedy. It was the dark days. If you guys saw the uh, the documentary, those were the dark days of the comedy store. Where half the time the shows wouldn't start on time because yeah. there was no audience. Like yeah. eight o'clock show would start nine fifteen, nine thirty, sometimes ten o'clock. <laughs> it was horrible. Like we were just begging people to come in. That's crazy because there was yeah, someone. Yeah. I mean, there was so many good comedians in, but uh, right, it was dice would just come in and just bump everybody and just do three hour. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I mean, we all. We all got bumped, but come on. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm hanging out with, I'm a kid. Yeah, yeah. And here's Dice Clay is like one of my best friends. How did this happen? That's awesome, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming like, the humor is what made you guys connect. The brass humor from both of you. Yeah, it was the fact that I didn't, I acted like I didn't give a fuck. He was in the room when I was really shitting myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's Dice. Because when, when I started at the comedy store, I was a waitress. Okay. Hmm. And I took the job waitressing going, okay, this means I have to do stand up if I get this job. So I got the job. So I started doing open mics there, but I okay. had the best learning experience by watching all these legends right night after, you know, seven nights a week. And, you know, and I'm there, I was a waitress and I'm ringing in drinks and Dyson Trini, his ex-wife come in and I'm like, oh my God, it's Dice. Oh my God. It's Andrew fucking Dice Clay. This is my <laughs> head inside my head. It's a meltdown. It yeah. is. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, a, I'm fangirling out. It's like, sure. it's, oh my god, pissing my shitting myself. <laughs> I'm jerking off in the corner, you know, <laughs> dunking my head in the toilet. Oh my god, it's dice, you know. And on the outside, I'm just like poised, like just, just, just calm down. Just like, like you know, if you get pulled over drunk driving, just stay calm. <laughs> it's a ten and two. Look straight ahead. Don't move. Don't move. You know, take the and gum I'm just out like, of your buddy's mouth. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, and and. I'm ringing in drinks and I'm the new girl 
So what does he do? He walks right up to me and I'm like, oh my God, he's coming this way. Oh my God. Okay, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Okay, don't look. Oh my God, oh my God, he's coming. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm freaking out. And he leans on the counter and he goes, hey, I'm Andrew. What's your name? And I'm all, Christy. And I'm like, oh. I'm freaking out because this is like my childhood. Like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I used to worship this guy. Yeah. Like, funniest guy in the world. And I'm like, oh my God. And he says, it's good to be. And that's how we became friends. And then we all hang out like a family. And, you know, then, you know, we got really close. Like him and I got really close. We we're like buddies, you know, like, yeah. like a family. And, and it was, you know, going to his kid's bar mitzvah. And, you know, Max is, who's like a hundred now, but, you know, he's, <laughs> you know, his bar mitzvah at the time. And it was, that was a crazy fucking night. And, and a bar mitzvah. Yeah. Oh, I suppose for Andrew. Yeah. A dice bar mitzvah. You like, <laughs> It, it, it the funniest part was being in because uh, I'm Catholic, but I don't give a shit about religion anymore. But being in temple, which I've never been in before, yeah. And in the pew, there was only a select few comics that were invited to the ceremony. Okay, it's me, Steve Renazizi, Sebastian Maniscalco. Wheels Parisi, who we used to be best friends with, they don't talk anymore. Jim Norton, and somebody else was there. There was just a few of us in the pew. I'm the only girl. Okay. And like we're just sitting there going, "What the fuck are we doing? This is terrible." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm, I, and in my head, I'm like, "I'm sitting in Andrew Dice Clay's kids bump for right now. Like, how did this? This is my life. Like, how, how did happen? I end up here? At, right? Are you?" Are you doing a lot of stand up by this point, or is this when you're? Yeah. Are you, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I only waitress for like a year okay. and a half or a year and some change. And then I quit okay. because I was like, all right, I'm like, now I have to do this. I have to be respected as a comic. Sure. Yeah. And I can't be the waitress comic. Okay. I have to be a comic. So I only. But did you like did them both for a little while? Yeah, I did well, waitress open for like a and... year and a half. Yeah, and then I would do, we do belly room shows and that's when the bringer shows came to life at bar shows. You know, we would find coffee houses to do stand up and, you know, uh, you know, bars or anywhere that would let us do stand up to do a show. So that's, we were everywhere. So, um, you know, I did that and, uh, but it was just like, how did I end up? In yeah, right. And I was just like, like I had to step back and then we had us uh, the after party at the Friars Club in Beverly Hills. That was <laughs> perfect. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> that was a wild fucking night. Yeah. Was Dice yeah. a big partier? No. I, I thought I read no. that, that he wasn't a big partier. No, not at all. Ever. Nope. Not his thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause he's when such you... a workaholic. He's yeah. so, his work ethic is so insane. Like it's so incredible. Sure. Like, just watching him work just like inspires me every day. Like, oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. But his persona kind of yeah. comes off as for sure. The I'm party sure. animal. Yeah, a party. Yeah. I'm a party. I'm a walking party. But that's how he can sell it because he's yeah. not. Yeah. You did know? he ever did he ever ever get in spots where like he's out and people expect him to be partying and he's just not that guy? I mean no one ever. Yeah. That's hey, cool. can, I I feel like he could pull it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he didn't like go anywhere. I mean, he was, you know, he'd come to the comedy store every night because that yeah. was about the, you know, when he, when uh, he kind of, he was the first comic to get canceled. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True. You I know. And then he went on Arsenio Hall and pleaded, like, 
I'm not this guy. And he cried on national TV. That's like, right. Yeah. It's an act. It's comedy. You know, and, and it was just so sad. And it was right after that it was when I met him in 95. And okay. that happened, what, 91? What was on there? So kind of when he was building his, himself back up. Or right. Rep- he, was, yeah. he was scooping himself up out of the ruins. And that's when I met him. And okay. then watch him rebuild again. And now it, and it's just that guy is amazing. You know, but then I left L.A. in 05 and came to New York. But because I came here, I was with Paul Mooney. Okay. So I worked with Mooney for many years. And that was a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You for know, sure. He's, he's such a, you know, I, I wouldn't trade those years for anything, for no fame, no amount of money. I wouldn't trade it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I imagine you know, as a mentor in comedy, you can't do much better than no. Mooney and, and, and Dice. So, I mean, yeah. that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, did you move to New? Like your style of comedy seems to be fit New more, York, York more than yeah. California. Is that kind of what prompted the move to New York? Well, Mooney goes, homie, they love you in New York. Fuck L.A. Prejudice <laughs> yeah. ass L.A. Move to New York. See, they love you. And he would bring me here, and and I would just kill. And I'm like, yeah. what is this? This is those real audiences. Like <laughs> clubs are packed. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? You know, it was like 99, 2000. I've only been doing comedy like four years at that point. Okay. And I'm like at Caroline's on Broadway with Mooney and it's packed. Like they line up around the block for Mooney out here. And yeah. I'm just like, holy shit. They want to kill him in Los Angeles. <laughs> they wish him dead in Los Angeles. And out here he's like, fucking God. Like it was so mind blowing, you know, and I'm only four years in at that point. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, that stuff was still new to me. Like I was still real. I'm like, holy, because sh- I was such a big Mooney fan before I met him when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, my God, when I met Mooney, I fucking freaked out. Yeah, I would imagine. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, it's Paul Mooney. And Eleanor <laughs> goes, yeah, I know. We're going to be stuck here all night. I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> it's Paul fucking Mooney. And she's like, I know, weirdo. And uh, <laughs> You know, because Eleanor was a waitress too, you know, yeah. Dice's opener and ex-fiance. And I'm like, dude, it's Paul fucking Mooney. <laughs> she goes, okay, you're freaking me out. I can't talk to you. And she just walked away from me. And I went up to him. I go, if I don't say anything to because I didn't know. I'd been there a week. Oh, wow. And I didn't know anything. I didn't know Paul was a resident there and, and was there every fucking night. I didn't know that. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, if I, in my head, I was like, if I don't say something to Paul Mooney right now, I'm going to miss my chance. Right. And okay. I went up and I said hi to him. And I was like, oh, my God, you're Paul Mooney. And he goes, yeah. He's like, OK. And I'm like, OK. And we high fived. <laughs> and, and he goes, I go, I'm a new waitress here. And he goes, oh, good for you. And I, <laughs> in the Mooney fashion. And I'm like, he goes, I'm, I'm going on. What? I go, oh, my God. And I'm like, I get to watch Paul Mooney. Oh my, God. oh my God. You know, and I'm like freaking out. I'm sitting in the back crying, laughing. And there's yeah. only a few people in the audience. And I'm tears rolling down my cheeks. Like, oh my God, it's the man in the flesh. Yeah. Like it's Mr. Mooney. Oh yeah. my God. And I'm dying. And that night he goes, Oh, homie, I could hear you laughing the whole way. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. And we were inseparable after that night. He was like a father figure to me. That's oh, awesome. Sweet. Wow. It's, it's it's nice to hear that, you know, that they they turn out to be oh. not dicks, you know. Yeah. No, that De- Dice and Mooney definitely like probably the kindest, most generous human beings you'll ever meet. When they love you, they love you hard. Yeah. So, which ones are dicks? <laughs> Comedians. 
Not not dicks you've had. Which comedians are? <laughs> no, <laughs> dicks are I've had. About bald? Uh, I don't shit where I eat. So, uh, have you seen how ugly comedians are? <laughs> I go, no, dude. I can't be the man in this relationship. Sorry, can't. I can't outweigh you. I can't be Fred Flintstone and you're Wilma. You know what I mean? Like that's they're all uh, they all look sick. Like they've had AIDS for about three and a half months. Uh, and they're all fucking high and drunk. Ugh. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, when you're oh, that's delicious. Yep. Yeah. Oh. oh. Let me get some of that about to pass out. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Grueling on himself. Oh yeah. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> oh my goodness. That that has to be hard though to leave. I mean, if you're you're like you're paid regular at the comedy store, you know, the, the greatest club in the world, your name's on the wall. That had to be a hard decision to make, even with Paul. Very, very I mean, hard. Very and, and you're, hard. you're performing with guys. I just, I just watched you on Earl Skakel's podcast and, you perform with guys, and we, we had him on and we love him. He's yeah, funny. fantastic. He's yeah. So you're performing with guys like that. And I imagine doing some roasting with that guy. And yeah. uh, that's got king be, of the roast. That's gotta be a tough decision. He's, like his niche with sports roasting is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just unreal how great he is at roasting athletes. Like it's, and the amount, like he's like, he's like Rain Man with fucking with stats. Yeah. yeah. With, with, with hockey. It's just, you know, when I first met him, when he first came to the store, like he was a newbie and yeah. I was queen of the store, honey. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, she's a skankle. Oh, you know okay queen so how did it feel when your cousin beat her with a fucking golf club on the golf course <laughs> hey i've been on that date before sweetie <laughs> you know and we're horrible people <laughs> Just, you know. i'm gonna say we didn't bring that up when we talked to him we were a little nervous about bringing that up yeah. so i'm gonna <laughs> well, you can you can yes yes i always like earl can't do it Tom. can't do it but and uh, I love Earl. That's my dude. I. It's not but, just sports. That guy's got facts about music. pop culture, music, movies. He dude, was just rattling shit off that night. That dude, uh, the things he knows about rat is so insane. Right. right. Like I used to want to bang the whole band in junior <laughs> high, but this dude did bang the whole band in junior <laughs> high. So I'm like, you're even friends with Stephen Piercy? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I go, I guess I should have had my cousin beat someone with a golf club on a golf course. Maybe I could have fucked him too. Shit. You can only hope. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, yeah. but Earl, Earl is so great. Ah, uh, I just listen, my mom died in March of this year. Oh, sorry, sorry to hear that. that. Uh, and uh she's not. So she, <laughs> she's like, get me the fuck out of here. You're all fucking crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. my mom my mom was you would have loved her yeah. she was born in honey creek wisconsin okay okay it doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore I was say, where is it? yeah it's a cemetery and a post office now it's just over the border of illinois okay like oh. it's probably like a 35 40 minute drive to chicago oh shit okay that's yeah, how that's... close yeah so she grew up every weekend going to wrigley field with her dad going to see the cubs ah nice you know so um that's what she remembers so nice. um Anyway, so she uh she passed away and and uh why did we say passed away? 
The bitch dropped dead, all right? <laughs> she fucking left. She said, deuces. Yeah, yeah, and I'm out. fucking, like, I'm out, bitch. <laughs> Mic drops. See ya. And uh, my mom was hysterical. So when she died, you know, Earl's parents both died within, like, a month or two of each other. Oh, okay. And so who was on the phone? Miller, it's, it's Earl. <laughs> <laughs> nice you okay bro like so he called me every day oh, are wow. you okay? you know he was so right there like him dice eleanor uh who else from the store uh everybody like yeah. from the brian holtzman yep. uh, you know they all just like you know i haven't been home in a long time and they all just were right my whole store family was right there and that's the thing i love about the comedy store is that it's... once you're a store comic you're mm-hmm. that's that's like blood like That's oh awesome. you're one of us and it's just we look out for each other no matter what happens we have each other's back yeah and uh yeah but earl was there for me but he's just such an incredible guy i yeah. love him I good like, stories yeah yeah to hear that it's nice to hear he's that he's got he's funny as fuck he's got yeah. such great stories <laughs> he's such an idiot. and he's brutal yeah, yeah, he can be brutal. He's another, he's yeah, that's yeah, what I not, love about him. Yeah. Right? Oh, for bro. Sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he he seems like he would fit in New York as well. Like I'm Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I told him I go, "Come out here. Let's do some shows. Let's, you know, let's fucking show these clubs what the comedy store is all about." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's fucking do this. For sure. For so sure. you feel you got your your humor from your mom, not your dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dad, he left when I was 4, so that was hilarious. And uh <laughs> Glad I could bring it up. Um Yeah. He's the first man that walked out on me. <laughs> and I didn't even sleep with him yet. Isn't that terrible, sweetie? <laughs> How you... ugly do you feel when your white trash father won't even fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never the prom queen. Never the prom queen. <laughs> Here, I was about to ask a simple question. Like, are you talking to the Cuban ghost that you have in your place or? Oh, oh, the, oh yeah. Uh, Pedro. <laughs> when I wake up, there's Pedro. Is he, is he gone now? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. All right. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. saved the fuck out of this apartment. There's just too many people in here. <laughs> like y'all gotta go. Okay. <laughs> gotta cross over with John Edwards. You need to get the oh. fuck out of here right now. Hey, there's a reference nobody knows. <laughs> you don't Remember know. that show? Cross yes. it over with John Cross Edwards. it over. Yeah. yeah. Cross dressing with John Edwards. Whatever. <laughs> now that could be a show nowadays. Right? Hello. <laughs> Isn't that already a show? Queer I'm sure it is. Straight guy? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> That'll be our next one. Cross dressing with dimples in the beard. Okay. <laughs> we'll give that a whirl. <laughs> is that above or below the waist? Oh, your call uh, we'll go below come on good night folks really. scare everybody off we'll scare everybody off from that way oh i'm if so it, good at that if you People call it a kilt me. it's not cross-dressing <laughs> you're good. exactly you're good. you're good uh um no i was not expecting the dad joke I'm sorry. <laughs> That one got me. That yeah. one well you made him cry. You made me cry. Oh good. Yes. 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 If I don't make somebody cry or pee, I get mad. Oh so, well. I get I feel like I didn't do my job. Yeah, right. You right. did because I yeah. will I will definitely go there. Don't worry. Don't good. worry. If good. it's if, if 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 you throw a pitch, I'm gonna knock it out of the park. I don't care how 
I don't care how wrong it is. Oh, here's a wrong story for you. Yeah. All right. Saturday night, <laughs> just this past Saturday, I was doing this little show in Brooklyn, and the kid in the front row was autistic. <laughs> oh boy. So I'm like, look at the retarded ass in the front row. <laughs> I go, go ahead with your retarded ass self, Corky. Yeah. <laughs> he was loving it. He, and I'm talking about, I go, oh, and he said he was gay. And I go, oh, you're a retarded cocksucker? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I go, you probably suck dick with passion. You don't get mad like us bitches do. Oh, he was dying. <laughs> he was dying. I said, oh. I go, don't worry. I, 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 it goes, and he said something about like doing me. I said, honey, if I bend over in front of you, I'll look just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you'll hit it. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, he was dying, and his caregiver tears his were coming down. Caregiver, oh my god! Yeah, and his mom think. was doing. Yeah, but his mom was in the other room because she was a comic on the show. She was a new comic. Oh wow! What's going on later, and I said, "That's your mom sitting outside in the bar," and he goes, "Yeah," and I go. <laughs> She's sitting there all alone, contemplating where she went wrong in her life, and they were dying. Like, <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the kid hugged me after the show. We took pictures. Oh, oh he was so adorable. I told him, I go, you're my favorite. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with you because you're the one kid in here who could take a fucking joke. Right, right. And you're too retarded to bat it off. You know? <laughs> but see, people coddle handicap, mentally uh, challenged. And I hate that word mentally challenged. A fucking retarded. And, you know, they coddle poor, these poor kids and they talk to them like they're three. You know, they, they put bubble wrap around them. Like, you can't, don't say anything. Right. But like, they're not stupid. Right. They're retarded. You know, they're not, they're, you know, they're a little bent, you know, whatever. So what? He's throwing gang signs the entire time. <laughs> he's, he's fine. And they can take a joke. They love it because then they feel like they're normal. Part of it? Yeah, they're part of the... Like, I'm not... I'm treating him like a normal person because he is a normal person. He's right. just a little... You know? <laughs> but when some comics get wasted, they're a little... Too, so... Truth. <laughs> you know what there. I mean? Like, we're all a little... Yeah, right? right? <laughs> it's just like... it Just stop. Stop coddling. Stop. Treat people normally. Talk to people like they're people. Show them some respect that they're human beings. Well, that yeah, and that's the funny thing is that's what you're doing by making fun of him is showing him the same respect you're showing anybody else you're yeah. making fun of. Right. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna avoid him. Right, right. You know, I know. I'm like, oh, it's on, bitch. <laughs> We're fighting now. I got ten minutes and you alone. My night's <laughs> set up for me. There's the that softball. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and you know, most of the other comics on the on the gig aren't going to go after him. So it's like nope. you're you're on your own. Afraid of him. They're yeah. afraid of him. It's perfect. And he was just he just wanted to laugh, and he was loud. But he ran out after I left and hugged me, and we were high fiving, and we took pictures. I'm like, I'm obsessed. And I told his mom, she's sitting in the back, mortified. <laughs> and I said, I just want. I go, that's your son. She goes, yes. And I go, because I think she thinks he was being loud and uncontrollable oh. and i'm like i go let me tell you he's amazing and i'm obsessed with him and yeah. she just like her whole demeanor just <gasps> yeah like she was just like oh my god i go he's hilarious i go yeah. he's amazing and you have a great kid and she it's... was just like oh yeah unfortunately like... she's probably heard through the years that yeah that kid is loud or people they get looks 
Why and are you those bringing are the him to a comedy pricks. club? He's an you know he's a little yeah. disruptive. No, he's perfect. No. That kid is more perfect than all of you. I said he's this kid is perfect. You're not. Probably one of the greatest nights of his life. Yep, he was. But I had it was one of the greatest nights of mine because he was Aww. so real. He yeah. was just so delicious, and I just like I want to hug this kid and take him on the road with me. <laughs> What am just, I? What am I, Kid Rock with the retarded thing on the side? Just, just put him in the front row every night. You got, yeah, yeah, good to go. Bye, with the Baba Ding. Now that guy's retarded. <laughs> Wait, Kid Rock himself yes, or, or yes. Joe C? <laughs> no, Joe C left. He bailed. Yeah, he's he's. That was gone. the only way out of that cult was dying. He's by dying. Oh, oh, yeah. Only way out of that fucking white trash cult. <laughs> that trailer park cult. Oh God. That inbred fucking Wait, Are you say are you saying you didn't spend much time at Kid Rock's place while you're in Nashville? <laughs> Fuck no. I'm gonna burn it to the ground. Are you kidding? He wouldn't let me in that place. And he wouldn't let me in five yards of that because I would have kicked his ass. <laughs> if you hear me, Kid Rock, if you can hear this podcast. <laughs> Celebrity death match, bitch. Oh, that's it's pretty, on. It's on. That's a pretty easy bet. I, I, <laughs> I know. I know where my money's going. <laughs> yeah. I'll just put some bitch with big tits in the front row with a MAGA hat on. He'll be distracted. <laughs> and I'll fucking knock him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you can always fall back on the roller derby experience. You did some roller derby too. Yes, huh? I did. Yes. Oh wow. yeah. Uh, Why would you give that up? That's got to be fun to let out your aggression, huh? it got it, it was too it was too uptight of a league because there's too much estrogen first of all there's 60 women when i was in it you know 15 girls on four teams and it's like i got mad one night at practice i said there's too much fucking estrogen i'm gonna go to a sports bar walk in front of the tv during the fucking home run and ask him if i look fat in these pants just so <laughs> somebody will punch me in my face god damn it i'm out of here and i walked out <laughs> <laughs> oh i literally man. said that they were like mortified <laughs> that's great I... so oh, back. I'm oh, too was... chill yeah <laughs> um how long did you they do it hated for? me oh they hated me uh two seasons two seasons okay was that in new york or la in new york with gotham girls roller derby it was a God. lot of fun it was it's a bucket list thing who who else could say they played roller derby right right well and, and that's how in front of two thousand people if for you know the bouts were packed wow that's yeah. crazy what it and so you just always wanted to be on that or do it or it you just, just saw fell it into my lap on purpose like someone came into the gym this girl came into the gym it used to be a gold's gym here in new york city and when I moved here and she had on a Gotham girls roller derby shirt. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I go, they have that here. And she goes, yeah, I go, how, I go, how can I be a part of this? And, and she goes, okay, you're weird. <laughs> she goes, but they skate at the skate key in the Bronx. And this is their website. You should try out. Cause you're, you're crazy. Like I scared the crap out of them. <laughs> you're perfect. <laughs> so I emailed them. Yeah, exactly. So I emailed them and I got an audition and I did it and I got picked and drafted. Nice. Yeah. For the okay. Mayhem. yeah, it was fun. And what was your roller derby name? Uh, my first season, it was Tramp Oline. <laughs> and uh, then a bunch of other leagues were popping up at the time. This is 05, 06. And everybody was doing different versions of Tramp. 
can I do trampoline, trampoline on a trampoline? And I'm like, okay, you know what? And they're, I go, you know what? This is too, it's not original anymore. Yeah. So I scrapped the name. And then for the 07, the 06, 07 season, I came out as bitchy Slambora. <laughs> Shot through the heart. You're to blame. <laughs> and I got a friend of mine, knew Richie and John, and told him, my girl is a roller girl and for New York, and her name is Bitchy Slambora. And he said Richie went nuts. That's fucking awesome. Oh my <laughs> god. John, did you hear that? I'm a roller derby name. Fuck oh my yeah. god. And he wrote me an autograph, uh, wrote a little letter to me. And that, oh, okay. And that's yeah. the real reason him and John, him and John are no longer friends. Yes. <laughs> but the that tr- the truth sh- comes out. I should, yeah, I should have been Braun Jovi. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> he was John was jealous. Right. That's who would not want their ego yeah, somebody man. named after? That's Hell yeah. I, it's okay, John. I'll I'll still sleep with you. It's okay. You can shoot it on my back with a picture of Richie on it. I don't care. <laughs> so you could say you came on Richie's face. You know. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, John Bon Jovi, if you're watching, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if you looked at the views that we get, but I don't we'll, think we'll John or Kid Rock are watching. We'll, we'll tag them both. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll take them both. Yeah. I'm sure they'll tune in. <laughs> because why wouldn't we? So you also have some podcasts out there. Yes. Um, you got the the celebrity with with I'm gonna Mark get his Rick- last name. Mark Rickadona. Rickadonna. Rick God damn it. Donna. I knew that. Come on, don't you like Steven Dix? Belladonna, Rickadonna. Damn it. You know, known Madonna. That. <laughs> She's Donna. gay now. Did you know that? <laughs> I think we all knew that. She didn't, obviously, but yeah. Well, no, she's not gay. She's just trying to be controversial. Girl, you're 64 and done. Okay, that is so 87. Just stop. The tears are gonna come now. No. <laughs> keep, keep ripping on Madonna. <laughs> she, she's my true love. She's had so much work done. She looks like Madam from Waylon Flowers and Madam. Oh, you, she does. Thank you. That's the, what I could not think of yeah, it was. Waylon Flowers and Madonna. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to look yeah, that up. She looks horrible. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see her. You'll recognize her. Yeah, now yeah. you nailed you'll it. You'll recognize it. Yep, it's Madonna. Actually, this weekend, a friend of mine sent me a picture and said, what the fuck's going on with her? Because she because they know I was, I've been in love with her since the 80s. You know? Oh, she was And hot. I'm like, yeah. I said, I, I don't know. She's... Did you did you watch Celebrity where they ripped on Madonna's NFTs? I did not, but I will now. She's <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> she's lost it. I'm not going spoiler on you, but there's a nice little jump video. I there. did. We did. <laughs> I brought it up to you the other. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. but how much fun is that to look through the stories and be like, I can't wait to talk about this fucking crazy oh. celebrity. <laughs> The more like uh, Fireside asked us to come on the network. It's Mark Cuban's app. Wow, oh, okay. that's cool. Okay. And so they the girl Jen who develops it because she goes, I love your show. It's so much fun. Yeah. And I think it would do really well because uh Fireside app is uh it's like Clubhouse, okay. but it has video. Okay. All and right. you can upload pre-recorded shows or you could do it live. And they love it when you go live because the comments people can interact with you and then you can bring them up on stage, as I say, and let oh, them wow. play their video and interact with them personally. So we interact with, tell us who you want us to make fun of. If there's something in the news you saw or some celebrity that's a piece of shit, let us know. And 
and they, uh, you know, they do like a little questionnaires for the promos for the to do advertising. And they said, how do you, what makes you pick the, the headlines? I said, yeah. the more ridiculous and stupid the headline is and the story, the more we want to do it. Yeah. Because it's like, why is this news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's getting paid to cover this? Like, seriously? Yeah. And I don't even touch on the Real Housewives because it's so deep and so much to it. Mark Riccadonna doesn't know half these people we talk about anyway. Right. And he's my, like, we do road gigs. Like, we went to Nashville together. And okay. we, do, we do the Naughty and Nice tour. Oh, okay. Hmm. He's all dad jokes and nice and storytelling, and I'm a piece of shit. So it's a real great, you almost spit. That's awesome. So- so it works. It works perfect. I know. So, I'm afraid to take a drink every time you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But uh, so we're a good comp. We we complement each other really well because I'm not a storyteller. I can't do that. I'm always in a hurry to get to the funny. Sure. I don't. I don't have my brain moves too fast to like tell stories. I get bored. It's okay. just. I I wish I could. I wish I was a great storyteller. Sure. But um. Mark is a phenomenal storyteller and this guy murders on the road. Like I watch him like we'll co-headline and nights all close the show and there's nights he closes. We take turns. Yeah. And he's out there. Follow this, all these dad jokes, like, <laughs> Oh my God, they're going to hate me. And then I go out there and murder because it's, yeah. it's also a palate cleanse and they get, <laughs> you know, it's sure, just like, sure. it's, such a, it's something. So everybody gets something. Yeah, because I don't like shows that's the same tone. Like I yep. hate all female shows. I hate them. I hate them I would. because oh, it's it's all female comedy. Why don't they say all male comedy? Right. Yeah. How come it's not all male shows? Why is it got to be all female? Oh, it's a black show. Yeah. Oh, it's a Latino show. Why does it have to be? Why can't? Okay, fine. It's white guy night at the comedy club. <laughs> you know and it's like but it's like the same can't you know cadence over and over and to me it gets boring i like different i like i'm gonna put this style on i want to put this person on with me i want to bring this person on the road with me because it's different and it gives me something to watch too instead of the same shit the same joke over and over just told by different people yeah it gets to me it gets boring yeah that's just me a lot of people love it it works well that formula's worked for years and years and you know what and who the fuck am i to say but i like variety yeah yeah spice of life right yeah i like when do a show if i have an opener and a feature or we co-headline i like that we're all different because then everybody gets to shine yeah in what they do and the audience gets to see something different and like oh that's like a new thing oh it's a new thing Oh, it's a new thing. And their energy levels stay up to me. Yeah, and, 100%. You know, we can match energy itself, like the energy levels. But to do the same style back to back to back to back, it's the same shit, the same topics. Yeah. It, to me, it gets old after four or five comics. Like, okay, we heard this three comics ago. It's yeah. like, so Mark and I, when we go on the road, it's such a huge compliment to each other that you know he's so different than me and i love what he does i respect it because i can't do it i wish i could and he loves what i do with my rants and my roasting (laughs) and my shit talking 
because it's not who he is. I'd go, yeah. you're not a piece of shit. So <laughs> you don't want to be like this. It's horrifying. You know? How did you talk him into doing the celebrity podcast then? Because like, I mean, obviously it's you roasting everybody and him kind of interjecting slightly, but he doesn't want to really do that. I mean, he doesn't want to really be the one to. He he has so much fun. Yeah, just doing. You could tell he, he's having a yeah, fun. He's having a blast. He goes because I told him I said you could interject more. <laughs> he goes, I can't. <laughs> he goes, you... you're. He goes, you're so fast right. because everything's improv on the show. Yeah, we sure. all we know is the outline of what we're talking about. Okay, we're talking about this story. We read the story. I go when he first did it. I said, do me a favor. This is in lockdown. I said, do me a favor don't prepare anything because it's gonna bomb yeah. everyone who prepares for this show it's a different type of show because it's more of my style of comedy ranting going off the cuff talking shit it's like conversational it doesn't it's not rehearsed yeah, i said sure. it's going to bomb i promise you and he wrote stuff anyway because he's a prepared comic he's a good comic that prepares i'm <laughs> I don't prepare what, for shit. Normal so, people do. Yeah, what real comics do? You know, <laughs> not me. <laughs> so he has jokes prepared, and he's trying to get them in, and it's just not happening. Yeah. And it's like, and then he would do his line, and it was like crickets chirping. And I'm like, uh, see, don't. And he goes, Miller, you're right. I should have never prepared anything. I said, no, relax. Just know what we're talking about, and if you don't know, just make fun of it. Like just. Just say, okay, this story is about, you know, Madonna's NFTs. So what would you say to her if you saw her right now? Like, you fucking dummy. Nobody <laughs> wants to see your old vagina. Like, well, what's the matter with well, me? Except, uh, except for old Dimples McGillicuddy over here. <laughs> yeah. It'll still peak. You know? Yeah, Madonna, your 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 vagina looks like a camel that just drank a gallon of water and didn't wipe his mouth. Get it? It's drippy and saggy and got like three hairs on it. <laughs> so, and he uh... starts off to that. You know, it's just, you know, but it's just like, what would you say? Don't prepare anything. Just like, like if you're hanging out with your friends and then right. he goes, oh my God, he's like, he's like, you're right. And then he goes, but I really love setting you up because mm. the shit that comes out of you when I throw yes. something at you, he goes, I'm dead. Yeah. And he goes, it's more fun for me to set you up and just watch you. Out yeah. listen to it. Just listen yeah. to you go. And he's just dying. He goes, I have so much fun. And it's like, it's, it's cathartic for me to laugh and yeah. have fun. But I'm like, dude, you can chime in. You know, he, <laughs> he gets some zingers in there, you know, and yeah. I try to, and I'm, I'm does, so yeah. fast yeah. and I'm so fast and I'm so like, bam, 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 that I have to slow down sometimes so he can have his time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I yeah. Well, he wouldn't keep doing it if he wasn't having a blast and it shows no. that he's having a blast. Oh, uh, he's have today. He said, Oh my God, I had so much fun. He goes, this was, I needed this. He goes, I missed you. Cause he wasn't, he wasn't on last week. Cause he had some family issues going okay. on a family emergency. So, um, I, I kind of feel like we're him tonight. Just <laughs> and respectfully happy to do it. Right. Right. Oh, I love it. Loving it. That's for sure. And you're drinking muscle milk. Look at you. And making us cry. I know. I can feel my muscles growing. I'm happy Fuck to I'm yeah. happy to cry. Um, are, yeah. you, are you still doing the other podcast or the lunch money podcast? Is that 
Okay. No, that's on hold because okay. Gina, um, when she came back up to New York after being in Florida for lockdown, um, she ended up getting a job managing the comedy cellar. Okay, okay. So she's working 14 hour days. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, gee, I go, we, we might do one for the holidays as a like a throwback, like do a lunch money like holiday edition. Yep. But um, right now it's on hold just because it's just her schedule is so. Yeah. fucking crazy over there and you know i go you know i'm not in the comedy cellar yet um so i'm everywhere else but there and, okay uh, but i'll stop in just to say hi to her and show face or whatever yeah but um it's a cult so <laughs> but i <laughs> but, but uh, i want in i want in now <laughs> but i just never showcase for etsy etsy Esty, god I'm a hun. Sorry, SD. Now I'm banned. <laughs> I, she's not gonna see this either. You're good. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> we'll block her. Fuck yeah. We'll cancel her. Uh, fucking yeah, cunt. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's on hold. But I am as of today. Okay. I want to do because I do celebrity with Mark, and it's fun. But like you know, I'm like I'm gonna do a regular podcast in a studio. Okay with um you know with with a comic and i said i want to do this like today i put it on today and my girl i didn't even think of her and i was so mad i didn't think of her my friend frankie french who's up and coming about to blow up she called me she's like dude i want to do this podcast with you and i'm like oh, cool. oh my god why did i think of you i'm so stupid but we're gonna start a podcast we're gonna have a meeting on sunday and we're gonna do it in person obviously because i want to have guests and yeah then, like have it broadcast but i want people in a studio i miss the recording yeah. studio and uh so we're gonna do it it's gonna call, be called member member dat like that's her title member dat member okay. that time when that shit happened and okay. it's, it's it's what we call it old school comedy meets new school comedy because i'm in the game 100 years and she's nine years in i'm 27 years in I grew up in a different era. She's grown up in the technology era and the social media era. Oh, that's we didn't cool. have that starting. So yeah, her and I really mesh well. We love each other. She's a beast. I'm a beast. We have so much fun. So we're going to start this. So we're going to figure out. So that's coming soon. That's cool. We're probably going to, I got to talk to Gabe at Stand Up New York who owns it and say, we want to use the podcast studio Yeah, and, and do this podcast. And that's so, cool because so many of the the like the co comedy buddy podcasts that you see are people that are from the same class or whatever they're all you know they've known yeah. each other forever and they're talking right. from the same perspective yeah. it's kind of cool to have it from both sides because yeah. i want new school meets old school because there's her experience is so different from mine right versus and, and vice versa so i have experience that she doesn't have and she has experience that i don't have and yeah. her you know it's just it's it's just fun that way we can have both and then have guests on you know yeah bring all the seller comics on or whatever and and just fucking talk shit about old school comedy stories and new school comedy stories and That's you know because awesome. i suck at social media i'm really bad at it <laughs> i was gonna say yeah it's it's well it's our biggest battle with with this podcast is trying to properly use social media to to promote where we struggle with it mightily because we're both old too we're old so, hearts yeah, yeah. You know. it's hard it's yeah. really hard but yeah you'll get there we'll get oh, there yeah. oh we all will absolutely <laughs> i mean it changes you know before i feel like as soon as i feel like i get it the next thing is up like we finally got figured out instagram and now it's like no you got to be on tiktok 
Yeah, Instagram's still crushing it. They're doing subscriptions now for all their big influencers to yeah, I saw them that. in money. So, you know, I don't have enough followers to have that. So, yeah. well, after you this, just episode, follow me for free. This. After Wait. this, I'll have three. After this, <laughs> Etsy herself worth it. Totally worth Esty. it. Esty, I know. I said it wrong on purpose. <laughs> I just had to correct it just in case she hears this. Esty, we love you, Mama. <laughs> but, oh yes well, well that sounds like a lot of fun I, it I, does. i'm excited for that yeah that'll be awesome that'll be awesome yeah i can't wait that's gonna be a fun show that's gonna be a popping podcast if i do say so myself just because frankie's so electrifying like you'll fall in love with her she's amazing i am i assuming we can find her on the instagram we'll look, oh yes yeah, she can we'll, frankie we'll french we'll f-r-a-n-q-i sure. yeah so Oh. I'm working on the logo right now. We're going to set up times when we can, and then I'll talk to Gabe. I usually go to Gabe's on Sundays for football Sunday and oh, watch okay. the games with him. So, nice. so I'm going to ask him on Sunday night, like, Hey, we want the podcast studio once a week. And they love Frankie. They love her too. Nice. So nice. Cool. They'll do it for us. Cool. And if not, I'll set it on fire. <laughs> there you go. There like, you don't go. ask me. Do what yeah. you got to do you sometimes. Tell them. Hey, you know, shit happens. <laughs> Forget about it. How you doing? <laughs> Miss New York. Love it. Love it. <sighs> well, thank you so much. We we Aww, appreciate it. I, I'm you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit of a chance here and hope I don't offend anybody else, but I've never laughed this hard uh, during one of our podcasts. Yes. So, no offense to the, other the comedians to the other comedians. That we've had Total offense to the other comics. You fucking suck. Yeah. Fuck you, Earl. You terrible Earl, especially you. You half a fag. I love you. Earl's my dude. I love you, Earl. You know, I'd marry you. I, I say that. So I, I was going to say, if you and Earl were on the same coast, that would be a great podcast. Oh, get him out there. Right. You got to get him out there. That I would, would love amazing. Earl to live here because he belongs here. Yeah. Like, he this does. is, you know, he's he's so fucking he's so great. Yeah. yeah. Earl, if you're listening, you fucking homo, move to New York. <laughs> We will let's definitely do this. Let's take it over together, bro. We will definitely, we will definitely tag him in this because, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> since we insulted him so much, right, right, he at least deserves a tag. <laughs> right. Maybe he'll want to come back out and defend himself. I don't know. <laughs> oh, a battle! Let's do it. We got to yes. have a battle, right? A yes. have, you, have you two ever battled each other? No, he would okay. probably kill me. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I think, I don't, I'm pretty brutal. I'm pretty yeah, I, mean. I think you could hold. Yeah, I think it'd be a great battle. Wow. That would be cool. That would be cool. Well, would thank you very much, Christy. We... Me... Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Oh, good. good. I'm glad you had a good time. We're we're, we're trying hard and hard, harder to get into the comedy world. We love talking with comedians. So we, we really appreciate you uh, giving our little podcast a, a, a bit of your time yeah of course thank you so thanks much. for uh finding me and uh having me on this was a blast and uh you know let's let's get it out there yeah you bet yeah. If, you, if you want to come back on when the when the album comes out and promote it a little bit let us know you know we'd oh, love to have you back yeah. anytime so yeah uh, call me anytime i'll be on i have no problem if you want if you have earl back on i'll come back on too and we can uh. all just that would be fantastic. <laughs> that, I'm guessing they have great. like, come on. How amazing would that be? It, it'd be the easiest hour we'd ever do because I would right? just sit back and watch. <laughs> Go. Boom. Uh, all right. Thanks. We also want to give you a chance to promote. Oh, yeah. Promote, promote Wait, your what stuff. Am I doing? So oh, yes. Okay, we'll shut so... up and let you go. Oh, that's, that's all right. You 
I've done all the talking this last six hours anyway. <laughs> well, you're funny. We're not. So, oh, so <laughs> am I though? So... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I think we both agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, I killed this crown, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. You made me cry. I mean, to be fair, we're both retards, but yeah. you still nailed it. Well, you spit, he cried. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you can rest easy tonight. That's I mean, come instead on. of the instead of the beard and the dimples and the beard, it should be the fucking crier and the spitter. <laughs> <laughs> nothing all right no but i'm kind of glad he's to... considered the spitter because i'm the yeah. swallower right hello i always cry when i have to spit <laughs> oh, oh goodness oh. <laughs> but uh you got you could follow me on social medias uh, uh like instagram uh <laughs> as my uh -oh. fucking thing falls over <laughs> is that a microphone or yeah, yeah it's okay all right it's my snowballs nice <laughs> Actually, it's my blue balls. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I do live in Hell's Kitchen, so. There you go. Little figs over here, dude. And, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and stuff at Christy Miller Comedy. I deleted TikTok because it's fucking dumb. Horrifying. Yeah. And I kept getting banned from my, like, I was violating community standards with my humor. So mm -hmm. I said, okay, fuck you. Yeah, not worth it. So I just stick to Instagram and, and stuff like that. So you can follow me on Instagram at Christy Miller Comedy on YouTube. My channel's Christy Miller Comedy. Uh, you can listen to me every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Fireside app. Okay. Uh, with Mark Riccadonna, we have our show Celebrity. Come join us live and chat with us and, and, and totally chime in who you want us to make fun of. And uh, the links for those are in my link tree on my bio. And uh, at Christy Miller Comedy, obviously. And uh, my album, Christianity, will be out soon, hopefully by the holidays. Awesome. Stocking stuffers, you know. Awesome. Stocking stuffers. <laughs> like my bra. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what else is there? What else is there? Uh, yeah, uh, look out for our new uh, podcast, Memadat, with me and Frankie French coming soon. And uh, that's it, I think. Oh, perfect cool and excited we'll, for all of it to come out we'll put all that in the link below or in the description below so go check it out thank, thank you so you, much thanks, thanks for spending time I, with us oh i love you guys you're awesome thank you for having me <laughs> thank you thank you for listening the tavern is closed for now but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time seriously though get your asses out of here Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast.
Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.